Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Now that the holidays are over, it's all too common to set health goals that we never actually stick to. New Year's resolutions of the past. We're looking at you. Eat healthier visit monkpack.com that's m-u-n-k pack.com and enter the code tms at checkout and save 20 percent off your purchase coming up on tms killer clowns from downton abbey pence's pocket fly familiar even the dog doesn't want dominoes it's not delivery it's dog giorno <laughs> dollar redos fun mom dinner an army hammer story bulbasaur with a nice haircut friends the baby years dirty dms done dirt cheap mommy why are you drippy tattooed sexy man I'll take cannibalism for a hundred. Do you have wiener skills? Wasn't there a Jake Gyllenhaal movie named Night Something? <laughs> Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Barbara, you up? Barbara, you up? I'm up now. I don't think I can sleep with this cold. My throat's kind of sore. All right, I'll get the aspirin and sucrets. Aspirin and sucrets? Do you don't have any fish foods? Ermergird! This is the morning stream. Hello, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It is TMS for Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Nothing going on today. Nothing big. No, no. Small Just day. another day yeah. in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> People just kind of doing their stuff. I mean, we That's are. Right. We're doing a show. You know? We're doing our stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It's Wednesdays. We're doing a show. Uh, today's a crazy day for me. We have the inauguration. We have this mm-hmm. show. After this, mm-hmm. I got to prep for and then be uh, on a um, <clears throat> career day conference call with a bunch of sixth graders back east. I got invited to talk about you know nice. content creation oh, on the very internet. Cool. So that'll mm-hmm. be fun. And then after that, I got Tom Merritt stuff. And then, <clears throat> then I got bonus Tom Merritt stuff. And then tonight, I got last minute moving Nick stuff around, stuff going on. Oh, because wow. he moves tomorrow. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. He's in the car and on is on the road. And so, wow. I know, Brian, I know. It's Aww. all, it's freaking me out. The whole thing's freaking me out. Yeah. Little <clears throat> little heartstrings getting tugged, huh? A little bit, except, you know, like, what better time? I've said this before, but it's the best time in the world to send somebody off like this because we're, we're more connected than we've ever been. If you did this when mm-hmm. I was 20, yeah. 
Right. You just wouldn't oh, yeah. hear from me for a year and a half. Like, right. <laughs> exactly. I'd just yes. be gone because there nobody wants to pay long distance phone bills like we used right. to do. Nobody right. wants to do any of that. Letters, maybe like some kind of freaking old time uh, yeah. little house on the prairie time. I'll type it on my selectrics. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I'm not doing that. Uh, you know, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to do that. But in this case, he doesn't have to worry about any of that. We're going to know yeah. where his car is the entire time because he's given us his GPS data. So we can make sure he's okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to make Where sure in the world is Nick Johnson? That's right. Da, 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 da. And when he gets there, you know, he'll he'll be able to video chat with us any time he wants. And, yep, yeah, exactly. It's just a, we live in a, it's a magical period. It's easy to get bogged down in the negatives, but I'm telling you, if you're ever going to send your your uh, your now grown kid somewhere and you're all stressed about it. It isn't that bad. Like, I can call mm-hmm. Patrick right now and wake him up, and it costs me nothing. He lives in France. I'm sorry, Helsinki, Finland. He lives Helsinki, there. Yeah, right. I can just call and go, hey, Patrick, what is this? I am sleeping. What is this? That's not his accent. But he'd be all, <laughs> he'd be all mad, really, and I'd be, really? like, <laughs> I'd be like, get out of bed. And uh, you know, this is really, really early. And I'd say, I don't care. It's free. Get up. Anyway. <laughs> So the the, uh, the the things going on, we got the the inauguration. All the people are showing up, and uh, we're doing a show uh, regardless. So right, we hope exactly. that those and who it's have funny chosen, we yeah. both have it on silently on the side. Yep, I have it playing back here just to see. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm in no rush to. I'm in a rush to know how this ends. I know how it ends. Just, yeah, and uh, really, the only part of this that I'm that I look forward to is the speech. Is uh, is just you know I want words of inspiration and um, I know it's you know it's it's here, here's me telling you what you want to hear kind of stuff sure. but uh, by golly I don't care I want to hear it sometimes you want to hear what you want to hear sometimes I just want to hear what I want to hear so I'll stream that later and it's absolutely fine let me ask you this yeah uh, I just saw uh, Mike Pence who I think graciously came and I think mm-hmm. it's actually cool that he yeah. did. Do you think the fly was invited or uh... <laughs> the fly is somewhere? Uh, it's, it's passing through security right now. Okay, uh, right. making sure that it doesn't. It's not carrying any metal. It's a lot of work. You got to piss know. that stuff. If I were that fly, just I just like live in Mike Pence's pocket there whenever I'm not on his head. Yeah, be like his familiar. Just sleeping, curled up in his pocket. It's my <laughs> wee familiar. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that's Spirit going. Animal. We're, we're going to go ahead and not, uh, wa- you know, we're not going to care too much about it. Is my point. No, we're just no, going to move on with our show, right. and uh, just like we should move on with our country and do good things and try our best. Uh, hey, thing about having your kid here before he moves, yeah, is that sometimes this happens. So there was pizza. Okay, I wasn't involved in the procurement and or ingestion of said pizza but there was like a just a cheese pizza uh, that the kids ordered because they were like we're hungry okay great go ahead and get your pizza so last night after doing some stuff in the studio i go upstairs Uh no one's in there and here's what i see in the living room there's a small television playing spongebob with no one watching it (laughs) uh there are uh two of the dogs are in kennels whining going and one okay. dog, because right now, until Nick leaves and takes his dog, we'll have mm. we'll be back down to two. But right now, we have three dogs. Right. And right. the third dog, his dog, is sitting on the couch inches away from, unbeknownst to the dog somehow, I don't know if her nose is broken or whatever, a giant half-eaten, and I mean like half a pizza left, box open of a cheese pizza just laying there by this dog. Oh, my gosh. And my first thought was, 
Uh, like, phew, you didn't eat it. Okay, we dodged yeah. that bullet. Because yeah. if had she eaten it, she'd be puking all night. It's too right. much cheese. It would have been bad. Second thought is, how bad is that pizza that even the dog doesn't want to eat it? Right. Well, it is Domino's, so that tells you something, I guess. Domino's is pretty bad. This cardboard's really good. Nom, 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 nom. But I was so annoyed. I was like, my gosh, you don't, you just can't leave a pizza open at the next to your dog over here. And so part of me's right. like, I want to go marching in there. <clears throat> chew Nick out, and then the other part of me is like, oh, he leaves tomorrow. I probably can't. Yeah, you don't want your last evening uh, with him in the house to be that. And let him have, you know, he can have all the open pizzas in his apartment he wants. Exactly. Go ahead. Chances are it won't be the first open pizza that Nick resp- is responsible for. Yeah. Left open. Yeah. But boy, that dog better get better at uh, at stealing said pizza. <laughs> Infected mind says, it's not delivery, it's dog Giorno. Nice. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nice. You know I like a bad pun. Well done. Good job. Yes. Anyway, just uh, don't leave open pizzas around your dogs is what I'm saying. And, and we dodged that bullet of those other two dogs that have been out. Mm-hmm. If Ripley, the giant Weimariner monster freaking gorilla beast had been out. There would have been no, not even a box left. Nope. And this morning yeah. I'd be cleaning up six pounds of barf. I know it. Yeah, I just right. know it. So right. <clears throat> let us all learn from also, my hideous who experience. orders just a plain cheese pizza? Come on. Probably Carter because she doesn't want meat. Oh, because she's a well, yeah, but there are vegetables. I know that's what I say. Put some like peppers and stuff on there. Also, did you notice Mod Pizza's prices went up? What happened there? Really, I did not notice. I haven't had a Mod Pizza, um, geez, since maybe October. Well, they're got okay, so their prices were like seven fifty, right? And then you Mm -hmm. get whatever you want. They're like ten fifty now. Really? Oh, they really went up. They went up, and I don't think that they were suffering. They had. They got a lot of business during the the thing because they did. Mm-hmm. They started doing deliveries they around did here. Delivery curbside. Yeah, yeah they were. They were always busy. We never had. It was always a wait to get anything. Like I know they've been crazy busy, but maybe it just wasn't worth it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's surprising. Yeah. So anyway, just know that going in that you're gonna <laughs> be prepared, Brian. Yeah. That uh... <laughs> you're gonna pay movie ticket prices for your. Pizzas. Yeah. No kidding. Oh uh, yeah, their their uh, website doesn't show. I think I have to have to log in and place an order to be able to see. I wonder if it's different in different areas. I don't know. It might be. Oh, I'm seeing uh, 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 Dr. Jill Biden walking down some stairs, and she's yes. with some old man. Some, some really... old man. That must be her dad. Oh, yeah. Well, that's sweet, though. Isn't that her dad <laughs> escorting her down there? That's cute. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's the president. Uh-oh. Oh, Oops. man. Funny see, everybody just looks alike with these masks on. See, isn't it fun to just make fun the old way the yeah old, you know what yeah. i'm saying this is right, the old exactly. way where where there weren't actual <laughs> where where the joke <laughs> there are no lives at stake there are no uh horrible things happening there are no no uh, right whatever like I mean, these jokes with these jokes you laugh and you move on those those jokes actually seem to mask a larger problem that never went away yeah, well said <laughs> said it better than i could well, anyway, looks like they're about getting ready. We're going to ignore that yeah. now and tell you about this. Uh, Badger in our in our uh, community, Badger Williams. Uh, you can call mm-hmm. him Michael if you want. His real name. I'd rather call him Badger. Honestly. I like Badger Williams as a cool name. Yeah. Sounds why like a, have a. Why know. is there a red dot on me, <laughs> Badger? <laughs> uh, he says, "Because Skinny Pete's holding the gun. It's not bad." Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, this is the whole John Hughes uh, thing. This, yeah. Uh, people cool. keep bringing it up. And um, I'm happy to to share some of their thoughts. So he says, John Hughes and the millennia, I think he means millennials, 
Mm-hmm. But he spells it M A L L I N I E A, which is it's right. We know right. what it means. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I don't know if um, if English is his first language. It may not be because uh, he apologizes at the very end for for spelling and grammar. Yeah. So we're we're gonna read this as uh, I'm I'm gonna try to insert where there's maybe a goof. I'm gonna try to fix <laughs> and, it. But. And hopefully, I haven't insulted him if English is his first language. <laughs> Oh, it is? All right. Sorry, sorry. See, that only works if it's actually not their first language. (laughs) Right. Otherwise, oh boy. All right, says this. Uh, His subject is John Hughes in the Millennial and Gen X iconic movies. He says, hello, uh, Scott, um, a millennial here to talk about the iconic movies of the teen times. The teen times. (laughs) The teen times. (laughs) There's a great (laughs) newsletter I used to subscribe to when I was 15. (laughs) Yeah, their ads are horrible. Oh, they're terrible. It's all... all, uh, uh, Active X or what is that stuff? The the zit cream, whatever that stuff is. Uh, Pure was, Active for us. It? it was oh, pro, not proactive. Oxy Ten for us. But what's the one that uh, like Justin Timberlake was advertising? And Clearasil? No, no, it was something. Um, Pure Active. Pure Proactive. Pro Pro Pro. No. Proactive. Proactive. It is proactive. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. that makes sense. This was no e at the end. Yeah. Because like pro, it's, and it's also would be a, it's a proactive way of getting rid of your 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 zit. Right. Holes. Well, you put the zit, but you don't do it until you have a zit. Yeah, so that's, that's really, true. you should be putting that stuff on beforehand. That's a good point. Uh, it says here, yeah. uh, I can't speak to the current teens. <laughs> they won't listen. Um, but when I was a junior in high school, we had such movies as American Pie and Not Another Teen Movie, as in parodies of teen movies. And this might. Because the market was so glutted with John Hughes and the pendulum swung back to comedy. Or as he wrote, comedy. All right. Now, I know I can't help up, it. I can't help if it. If you keep this up, I'm going to bring up every misspelling that you put in our, our, our show notes at the beginning. I can't help so, it. Com- some, of which I, some of which I clean up. But my God, if I have to see how you spell jambalaya one more time, I swear. <laughs> I'll never get jambalaya right. <laughs> okay, please it's for eating, please not continue. smelling. For spelling. <laughs> eating, not spelling. Anyway, uh, it says, uh, blah, 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 blah. It says uh, but now I am writing this email to, uh, I am reminded of a movie like Mall Rats and anything Kevin Smith did in those times. Uh, rant time over. Or no, rant time. Sorry, you have to read this part. So here's what he says. Oh, so he with says all we don't these, have to read this part. Oh, he says we don't, but I'm gonna because I think it's interesting. Gonna anyway because it is good. Yes, he says with these examples, you can really see how we millennials are the disaffected generation. This is interesting. I'm, I'm hoping we get feedback mm-hmm. on this because do mm-hmm. millennials feel disaffected? Do they feel uh, I don't know a, uh, set apart? Like what's their deal? Anyway, he says uh, we were told that we just don't care enough, and uh, when it's time for us to take our place as leadership, everyone is shocked when we don't have it in us to do it. This example, coupled with the older generation refusing to step aside, out of the way, old man, they say. I added that part. Uh, The situation of being berated for not taking our place by the very people that won't get out of the way and who can, I'm not sure that word, oh, conditioned it to not care, uh, to not care is very frustrating. Um, I don't know where this rant is going, uh, but I believe... I will thank or you for if reading. if I really believe this. Oh, if I really believe this, but thank you for reading. <laughs> Sorry, all it's right. hard to read. Badger is now one of my favorite emailers of all time. I yeah, want it's more pretty from good. Badger. It's pretty good. Um, um, makes a point, though. Like, what do you think about that whole... Do you th- I'm not well, a millennial, so I can't speak to it. I don't know. We right, were- no, and, and what's funny is I felt like 
the characters in John Hugh movies were were disaffected because uh, like the Breakfast Club characters didn't care about authority, right? They disregarded uh, Principal John Bender, Vice Principal, or not John Bender, uh, but Ver- no, not Dean Vernon. I'm like getting all my movies mixed yeah, up what's here. His Jack name? Vernon? Uh, Jack Vernon. Jack Vernon. Werner? Jack Vernon? Whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. Um, but they they disregarded him. Um, the parents are always kind of idiots. Look at Ferris Bueller's parents. It's amazing that they actually have jobs. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, they can't figure out that their son is a mannequin with a pulley system and a snoring <laughs> uh, a snoring audio track. But uh, um, you know, so it's so that disaffectedness you know stemmed back even before, and I. To be honest, I don't feel like American Pie was a parody of a teen movie as much as it was the the um, attempt at a teen movie of another generation. It was. It and seemed like it of, was just trying to. It was sort of like, hey, what if what if your generation had like Porky's style raunchy comedy? What if we gave you that again? That's what right, it felt like. Exactly. To me. It kind of was right. So instead of having uh, John Bender underneath Molly Ringwald's desk doing who knows what, we've got. Allison Hannigan doing who knows what with a flute. Yeah, I don't. I agree well, with you. Dice we Tomato, know what because she told pretty much told us what. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Dice Tomato disagrees. Says it's parody. I would not say it's parody. Homage, maybe, but not parody. American yeah. Pie plays it pretty straight. They're not. They're yeah. Not like, I don't. I wouldn't say parody. Not another teen movie. Definitely a parody. Um, but I don't. I wonder if we see it as parodies or Dice Tomato sees it as parodies because of the nostalgia of the John Hughes films and this one feeling like. Oh yeah, this is a you know this is a, a new teen movie kind of um, uh, playing off of that uh, uh, that that John Hughes style. But here's the problem that I see with all of this is that we're talking about a thing that doesn't seem to be any different every generation. And what I mean by that yeah. is when people came home from World War II, their kids felt disaffected and pushed off because their dads wouldn't mm-hmm. talk about the war. Uh, Generation Generation X, which we fall into, we were called the Lost Generation, and everyone thought all we do is wander around freaking Lollapalooza tours and just stare at the ground. Like they didn't think mm-hmm. we were going to do anything. So, to me, this is the tale as old as time, and we just keep getting trapped in it, and and it doesn't actually matter. Like at the end of the day, uh, there will be a a whole new generation of leadership of. Uh, uh, you know, people in, in business and life and everything else that will be nothing but millennials. And then there'll be Gen Z's after that. And then, and they and they and they won't be as deadheaded and lame as everyone thinks they are, or that they've been telling themselves they are. I think yeah. it's just all cyclical every time. Everyone just does yeah. the same damn thing. So yeah. It's fine. So. It's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. But, uh, but I'll yeah. still stand behind the fact that our, our movies were the best movies. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's not in question. <laughs> <laughs> we know what we know the truth that's right okay now we can talk it, to Brian. it's funny that, that you know when klobuchar uh talks by the way she just got done talking um somebody commented a wild klobuchar appears like pokemon character but she does like if you put her haircut on a bulbasaur's face yeah i think i think that bulbasaur would kind of look like just the face. I'm not saying anything about so what body type is. or shape or anything like that. I'm saying that uh, she's got kind of a Pokemon face. Brian is saying that Senator Klobuchar. <laughs> I'm saying that David Klobuchar looks like a Pokemon. Former, All right, I'm saying it. I'm former saying it. presidential candidate. A Bulbasaur, uh, with a nice, you have a Bulbasaur with a nice haircut. Looks like a Pokemon. Well done. <laughs> Klobuchar. Well done. I don't know who this dude is now. Who's that dude? That's Roy Blunt. Oh, Roy Blunt. 
Roy Blunt. I like he's uh I call him Roy Pot sometimes cuz you know. <laughs> Wait, who's Roy? Why don't Roy we not Doobie. know who Roy Blunt is? What does he do? What's his deal? He is uh a DJ a White House DJ. Um, <laughs> um. Oh, hi, Brian. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Was that Brian Dunaway? That's Dunaway. He's in here. Yeah. He's a senator, a Missouri senator. Oh, Missouri. 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 Okay, got Missouri. it. Missouri. Missouri. Here we go. Brian Dunaway joins us for Babel Royale. Brian, welcome. How are you? How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hey, oh, uh, hi, Brian Dunaway. The, uh, uh, are you, are you glued? You're not glued to this, are you? You're not watching. Am I, am I glued? Yeah. Yes, I'm glued. Yeah. Are you glued? Are you like but me? don't tell anybody. Yeah. Normally, I don't watch these at all, no matter what. Just because What I, are you watching? I don't like pomp or circumstance. The, the freaking, uh, inauguration. inauguration? Yeah. You know, that's inauguration. You know that thing that we do every four to eight years where they swap out. Watch democracy happen. Yeah. Watch it happen in real time with Roy Blunt. So wait, so are you telling me that you met that last year you missed uh, Nickelback performing uh, <laughs> at the last inauguration? You didn't see that, Scott? Missed, Did that Mr. Really happen? happened to avoid. You're making that what, up. What is- are you making that up? Did they really play at the last? Yeah, game? I thought Nickelback played at uh, Trump's inauguration. Shut up! Dude. I thought it was Third Eye Blind. Who was it? I can't. Was it Third Eye Blind? <laughs> Are you telling me? I Are kid. you seriously saying that? Because well, that look is this up crazy. Unless... If that's uh, true, Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> now that's in your search history forever. You're welcome. Look yeah, at this true. photograph. Is proof that we were here four years ago? Look at this photograph. Uh, let's see. Back. Perform. Um, inauguration. Inauguration. Right, Smash Mouth? Uh, oh, it says... Somebody <laughs> once says, told me. Snopes.com says it was always false. There was an alleged... Is it Three Doors Down? Oh, three Doors Down. That's, That's what, what I was thinking of. Down. Yes. Yeah. And somebody... It was a fake tweet... Donald Trump in 20... Uh... <laughs> That's right. That's what it was. It was that somebody made a video of... Uh, of uh, what song was it? How You Remind Me or something? And they timed it so it looked like Trump was singing along to it at the graduation. Because oh. he was dancing. They got little, you, Brian. Little, little hand, little fist dance. In you, his got, you got deep faked, man. That's what happened. I got deep faked. Well, no, it was really just that I didn't remember. Like, I remembered it based on that. But Three Doors Down did, uh, did perform it. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, now yeah. we're one door up. Uh, hey, we got a listener on the line. Let's find out who this is and see what game we're playing. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? I did it, Brian. It's Talia. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, good job. <clears throat> somehow, done, Talia. Somehow, some way, despite all of our firewalls, she's back in. That's right. Uh, welcome to the oh, show. Oh, you'll know what I mean in a few minutes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, we'll find out then. Hey, welcome to the show. You know how this works, but I don't actually know what Brian's playing today, so Brian will hand it to you. How is this working today? That's right, Scott. Welcome to What's Your Nerd? I've interviewed a member of the Tadpool and asked them nine questions in a subject in which they consider themselves a nerdy expert. Scott and Brian will take turns predicting whether or not our guest will get those questions correct. If they predict correctly, they receive a point. First player to five points wins the game. Talia, your job is to choose which of our two hosts will more accurately predict our guests' knowledge in their category. If you're correct, you win our prize package, which includes the carryover prizes from last week, which I forgot to use Monday, Truberbrook, 
and Driftland, mm. the Magic Revival oh, on sexy. Steam. Sexy. I don't know anything about those games, but Truberbrook has two dots over the U, which means it has to be good. Yeah. Or German. It has to be German. Or German. Yeah. Well, it could be both. Yeah. Why not? <clears throat> good things come out of Germany all the time. That's right. So if you're ready, <clears throat> let's meet our special guest and find out what's their nerd. All right. Welcome to What's Your Nerd, Talia James, a.k.a. Tally Zorel, from Boom. the chat room. It's good to have you on here. This is Alex, cheating. Thank you for having me. Um, we talked, and uh, you told me a few of the pop culture things that you are interested in. Uh, Talia, tell me, what's your nerd? Well, I'll be there for you, Brian, with friends. <laughs> I'm clapping. Wow. Doing the clap. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, it's mandatory. It's the law. Exactly. It's totally true. Yes, friends uh, is what you told me is your nerd, your specialty. So, uh, because, you know, I like to uh, throw, not throw a wrench into things, but make you uh, stay on your toes. We're going to, I'm going to ask you specific questions about Ross and Rachel, the uh, one of the couples at the very center of the show, friends. How many times would you say you've watched it all the way through? Oh God! Um, I love hearing. That. I love hearing that it's that big a number that it gets that mm-hmm. that kind of response. Well, it's and I and I. It's never like all the way through. It's always piecemeal because sure. I have sure. favorite, favorite episodes and yep, yeah, the one with the embryos. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, God, I'd say maybe collectively three times okay. all the way through. All right, good, but yeah, but then also piecemeal here and there. Yeah, piecemeal. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started. And let's see how you do. Now, here's what's funny is there's really no advantage that uh, Talia has over how you guys are going to do because she knows how she answered the questions, but um, she doesn't know how you guys are going to predict that she answered right. the questions. That makes the sense. only yeah. difference is the added pressure of the individual being here while we do it. Yep. <laughs> That's right, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Tully don't know nothing. Yeah. Also, on a side note, it's really fun while I'm talking to drink coffee. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's like you're it's like you're throwing your voice. You're like a ventriloquist. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Charlie McCarthy here. I like it. Uh, all right, so uh, Talia, how do you think Scott and Brian are going to do with their predictions of your knowledge of Friends? Uh, I'll say that Dunaway believes in me. You're done away. Dunaway believes in you. Believes in you. <laughs> yeah, I do. Of course, I believe in you. Well, he right. believes in you. <laughs> it seems right, like cool. he's going to be the guy then. So let's give it a shot. All right. So. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, not, not that this helps us determine anything, but I have seen Friends all the way through at least five times. Not always to my. What? Not because I always wanted to to be there for it. It's not my favorite show in the world. <laughs> but I'll watch you, it. You want to be there for it, and that's yeah. actually kind of amazing because if I remember correctly, you didn't watch Friends back in the day, not right? As, not as much. Oh, yeah, I wasn't you, as into yeah. it. You liked it more on its second go round, kind of thing. I'm not even sure I liked it more. I just saw it more. And when it hit Netflix. Did you see it before it hit Netflix? uh, Yes, but only maybe two thirds of it. And then Netflix came, and then it was like, okay, well, now my kids love this. My wife loves this. They're going to binge it all the time. I may as well just sort of be in the room all the time. So I, so there's a lot. I, I don't know if I'm going to know like the most yeah, Ross and a, Rachel stuff because my least favorite thing about the show is the relationship. Was Ross stuff. and Rachel? I hate that. <laughs> well, well, what I really boomers. like, <clears throat> right? What I really like is that you guys can guess as well, and it won't matter whether you guys get it right or not. But at least you can right. guess as well and see how you would do. Okay. So 
Hey, you know, Crazy. Friends was a show made by boomers about Gen Xers. So. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, the thing I didn't like about it at the time was this was supposed to be us. And it didn't feel like yeah, us because not. my job would never pay for that apartment at the time. <laughs> right. So. We have watched the enemy and they are us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tali, you also get to choose who goes first. It's kind of just an honorary title because it goes back and forth. But who would you like to go first? Uh. Dunaway will start, too. Dunaway will okay. start, too. Dunaway All right. Dunaway, right. I asked yes. Talia uh, the following question. We first meet Ross and Rachel in the pilot episode where Rachel has just left what poor schmuck at the altar? Oh, easy. She'll get this for sure. Okay. All right. He was a dentist. That's all I remember. <laughs> I think he was a dentist. Do you, Scott, do you remember his name? Uh, Yes. I think. Then, then say it. I'm, can I say it? <laughs> say it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. But, well, it's not important for me to know, right? It's right. Well, if you don't want to say, yeah, it, well, don't. right, right, you don't have to say. Why don't you just tell me the name of the poor schmuck at the altar? I just remember the guys. The guy was kind of short and weird. Yeah, short and schmermy. Yeah, and right. schmermy. I don't remember his let's name. If, name. Let's hear if Talia uh, remembers his name. Oh, that would be Barry. Barry Good is correct. Job. Oh, His Barry. last name changes several times. Uh, Farber oh. is what I have here, but yeah, it, it was it was different things during the the run of the show. Yeah, um, there uh, at one point Rachel uh, when spoilers, uh, Mindy becomes engaged to Barry. She uh, says, "I'm going to be Mrs. Doctor Barry uh, Westenheim." I can't. Oh, really? I don't remember the exact name, but it was uh... absolutely not Farber. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. All right. So uh, Talia knew it was uh, Barry, and so uh, Brian gets a point. We go over to Scott. Okay. Uh, Ask Talia, what song does Ross dedicate to Rachel on a radio show? Did she know the answer to what song Ross tried to dedicate to her on a radio show? Oh, geez. I don't remember that, but it's also kind of obscure. I'm going to say no. She doesn't know. Okay. Does right. Frankie stay relaxed? <laughs> that was the shirt. Uh, let's he see. was a fan. See how she did. Well, he tries to dedicate it to her. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, their their song is With or Without You. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, damn it. Nice. She got it. So Way Brian to gets go, another Dolly. point. Uh, so far. All right, but that's so all right, far. Scott. Stays with you. All right. <clears throat> Uh, I asked Talia, Ross and Rachel struggle to put their daughter Emma to sleep only to discover what song that serves as the perfect lullaby. Oh, these were oh. the bad years. Um, <laughs> right, the baby the baby years on Friends. Yeah, yeah. Those, those were bad. Um, what lullaby? The actual lullaby. lullaby. Yeah, yeah. Did she know the answer to this? It wasn't what song that works as a lullaby. It's not... Uh, um, oh, it's an oh. automatic, like, yeah. I'm going to say. Not typically a lullaby. I'm surprised by the last one. I'll say she knows. She knows this. Okay. It was Sir Mix-a-Lot. Baby it was. Back. Let's so see if Talia knows Jeez, it, you know a lot about Friends. Ah, uh, yes. The uh, Pygomaniacs uh, anthem by the great poet Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> Baby got back. Nailed it. Absolutely right. All right. Point for Scott. She knew it. Very good. Okay. It's uh, still two to one in Brian's favor. So, Scott, you get this one. Okay. Who does Ross call a crap weasel? 
<clears throat> I mean, these are all relationship questions, right? I mean, it's all about Ross and Rachel. It's Ross and Rachel, yes. A crap weasel. Yeah. I'm going to say she knows that. All right, let's hear how she did. Paolo. That's absolutely right. Paolo is correct. Paolo, you speak no English, right? Uh, Lito, um, are you familiar with crap weasel? Uh, No. You are a huge crap weasel. Very good. That was hilarious. predicted it. And so now the score is tied two to two. We're going back to Brian for this one. Coming back. That's right. While they were on a break. We're on a break. Who does Ross sleep Front with? and back. Who does he sleep with? Who does he sleep who does, with? Who does Ross sleep with when they yeah. were on a break? Yeah. Did Talia know who Absolutely Talia knew, knew this one. This was a very pivotal moment in uh, in the show. Absolutely. All right. Let's hear how she did. Uh, the copy shop girl. I'm going to give it to you. Uh, I have copy shop girl or Chloe, if you uh, have Chloe. a real name. Oh, yep. Chloe. I was... It wasn't coming to me, so I was going to see if you would take Copy Shop Girl first. <laughs> Constantly called it the Copy Shop Girl. So, yes, Copy Shop Girl or Chloe. Very good. Brian's got three. Scott's got two. This one goes to Scott. In The One Where No One Is Ready, Ross offers to drink what substance in order to convince Rachel to attend? Uh, Scott, you remember this one? He hates gross things. I do. Yeah. What gross Scott out the most? Um... I hate gross things. That's a weird thing. <laughs> I'm going to say she probably knows that, too. Right. Can I say the answer? Sure. Yeah. It's the fat. <laughs> it is, yes. Glass yeah. of fat? Yeah, glass, yep, glass of fat. fat. Let's see if, let's see if uh, Talia knows this one. Well, as Joey offers it to him, glass of fat. Glass of fat. <laughs> Good. I, th- I, think All she, right. I think she may three, legit three. be a uh, friends expert. She knows everything. I think so. so. Yeah. Friendspert. All right, back over to Scott for this one. No, no, this is back to Brian. Scott got that one right. Yeah, I'm ahead now. Uh, In Ross's sex fantasy, Rachel is dressed as Princess Leia. But Mm -hmm. what does Ross wear in Rachel's fantasy? Oh, I'm having trouble remembering that one myself. Um, I'm going to still say she knew it. Okay, let's hear how she did. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, because uh, Ross was dressed, oh God, in a in a uniform. Yeah, uh, be right. more specific. Uh, Navy I want to say pilot's uniform, but oh, so close, Navy uniform. Oh, Navy, oh, that's shame. Yeah. That's a shame. Navy Scott uniform. takes uh, it continues. Scott his takes lead. the lead, and they reuse uh, that uniform for uh, Charlie Sheen's character, right? When Phoebe, wait, Charlie uh, Sheen had, had the the itchies. I don't remember really? him being on there. Was he on there? Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Wow. Wasn't that right? Charlie Sheen? I don't know. Him and uh, Phoebe? <laughs> I don't got think together. So. That I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. So, Listen, I didn't watch as much as you guys, apparently. Chat yeah. saying yes, but I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one is for Brian. Scott's in the lead, four to three. Phoebe triumphantly proclaims Ross to be Rachel's lobster in what episode? <laughs> Ooh. In what episode? <laughs> The one about she can need a name. Yeah, she needs to name the episode, the actual episode title. Okay. 
You don't have to come up with the answer, Brian. You just have to tell me whether or <laughs> oh, not you think. Was it uh, me? Polly yeah, it's it. you. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was waiting on Scott. I thought you were you were talking to Scott, and so I said, "Oh, it must be Scott's yeah, turn." This is the and longest so I, Brian I totally, stall ever. I totally blanked out. I'm like, "Who's talking to Scott?" I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care. Oh, oh say, so ask the question again. <laughs> I apologize. Yes, that's all right. All right, I asked Talia. Phoebe triumphantly proclaims Ross to be Rachel's lobster in what episode? And I'm looking for the oh. title. Okay, so, yeah, I don't know the title, know but it's the, it's it's the one with the lobster, but I don't know. But <laughs> but she knew it. She knew it for okay, sure, right? All right. We'll see how she did. Uh, the one with the prom video. Very good. Um, yeah. And uh, fun fact, that was actually the wedding announcement for my sister and her husband, my now brother-in-law. Really? Nice. Like they like they're her, they're lobsters. Um, and oh. that's kind of their whole thing is that they're they're lobsters. Very cool. All right. Wow. We have a tie game, four points each, which means that uh, this one is the deciding one, right? So basically, whoever gets this one right wins. Uh, Scott, whose turn is it? You. So I can listen this time. It is Scott's it's turn. turn. But okay. why don't you listen? Why don't you listen anyway, just in case, Brian? <laughs> yeah, you may want to listen either way. Yeah. All right. I asked Talia when Ross finds out that Rachel frequently regifts things, she proves her appreciation with items that she's saved in a keepsake box. Mm. Among these items is what item? There's a lot of words, items. Among these oh, items is what item saved from when Ross first made her breakfast in bed? <laughs> that made me laugh so much, but I don't think it's that item. I don't Go know. Ahead, <laughs> Did Talia know what the item was? I don't know, but I'll, I think I'm learning she knows most of these, so I'm going to say yes, she knows. It, it was right. an eggshell, right? But he also, she also had, she also kept a uh, dinosaur bone. He's like, you're really not supposed to take these from the museum. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yes. I remember that. <laughs> from now. the museum, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's hear how she did. Oh, this is it. It's the, the, the deciding, the deciding factor. Oh, she has the ticket stub. Uh, she has the bone, or I think it was an arrowhead she took from the museum. Boner. Boner. God. Well, I don't know why. I, I'll just go. Oh, no. I want to say eggshell for some reason. Yes. Say eggshell because that's exactly right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Scott wins with five points. Wow. Look at me. Oh, you Good know what that job. means? It, means oh. it means this. It means Talia loses, but that's okay because, boy, it's good for the world once in a while to underestimate me. Uh, don't worry, everyone. <laughs> There'll be more chances in the future. Talia, how do you feel about your, your incredible loss here? How do you feel? Um, I feel good because everyone believed in me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we did. That's true. I was yeah, surprised. That's true. If I was ever going to ask anybody any info about friends, I know who I'm calling. Uh, well done, and okay. thank you for, for participating on two ends of this uh, candle that we're, we're burning today. Uh, Brian Dunaway, <laughs> you, you, you did great. Now, the important thing is to remember, uh, we did a boop show last night that was great. Uh, we talked about two fantastic games, plus a bunch of extra stuff. So if people are interested in the world of indies and cool game experiences and want to talk to a couple old friends about them, well, there's no better place than the warm cuddling hut known as the boob show. I don't know what that means. <laughs> cuddling hut. I don't know what the cuddling <laughs> hut is. I made that up. Uh, oh my God. But, uh, go look for it wherever you get your podcasts and uh, you'll enjoy it and catch it live every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Brian Dunaway, have a great week. No, you. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Okay, he goes away now. Very good. All right. J Lo currently singing "This Land Is Our Land." Oh, is that J Lo we got there? That's J Lo. Yes. You think she'll talk J-Lo. about her? Um, uh, I guess you know, no matter how big your inauguration goes, there's always room for J Lo. Sure, but wasn't there some big controversy with her 
and uh, uh, Army Hammer or something? What was the deal going uh, on? Well, I know Army Hammer was the cannibalism situation. Was she involved in that? Was she like uh, cannibalism? What was really? she sous chef? No, not that. It, oh. Now, now you're making That's me wonder about the cannibalism. But hold on, have you not heard about the whole like cannibalism uh, rumors about Army Hammer? No, is that true? Yeah. I, didn't I mean, know that. the rumor, it's true that there's a rumor about it that uh, ex-girlfriends are talking like he, his, his most recent ex-girlfriend said that at one point he said, I'd like to break off one of your ribs, barbecue it and eat it. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, then I, he's handsome and terrible at the same time. <laughs> um, no, he, it's good that the Lone Ranger did so poorly in theaters. He got kicked off slash uh, booted off this movie with her called Shotgun Wedding, some rom-com mm-hmm. they were making. Okay, uh, because, probably because of this, right? Well, no, it was because of some dirty DMs he was sending somebody. Mm, okay. uh, it says here... Were they dirty DMs about barbecue? Uh, Army Hammer's life is fueled by alcohol, BDSM, and infidelity, it says. Oh, nice. Uh, he responds to alleged DMs after he exit the Jennifer... Think of all three of those two when you check in at the Tropicana in Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, it says here it is. It had to do with alleged messages from his Instagram account that were leaked the past week. It appears to show Army uh, messaging women in very graphic and s- explicit sexual terms. Oh, and also discussing cannibalism. Bing! There we go. There we go. There's our You're right. That is what they're talking about. I'll take cannibalism for 100 points, Alex. I didn't hear anything about that. That's yeah. cr- I, I, I'd read all this before, and I didn't see anything about eating people. Armies. We have the meats. Wow. It's, it's a good thing he doesn't have a twin brother like he, they pretended in the... Maybe he did. He ate them, and he ate them. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you were in that horrible Lone Ranger movie, you'd turn to cannibalism as well. That was a bad movie. Yeah, that was a bad movie. Really effing bad. Okay. Did we watch that for film sack, or did it just happen to be on when I had? had We've no never ability to turn it. off the TV. Okay. Yeah, we never film sacked it. However, I saw it um, one one year at Nerdtacular. Somebody came in early. Now I don't remember who. Someone came in early and to kill time the night before Nerdtacular, we went and saw it that year. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was so bad. It was so bad. That was the day yeah. I knew. I went, yeah, this is Johnny Depp. You're done now. This <laughs> and is- you were so looking forward to it, right? Because, I mean, number one, you liked Army Hammer, but you also, it's a Western. Yeah, I like, I like that stuff. I even like the old yeah. ones, like the, the old cheesy serials and stuff. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of high hopes, and it was the director of... Um, Rango and the first, uh, well, he did all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but I had hopes. It seemed like maybe he could do it. No, yeah. it's real no. bad. It's really, really bad. All right, Brian, we got a quick bit of news here. Uh, we're all gonna right. do real fast. This is the info we've been waiting for. And uh, part of today's news involves us saying that it's brought to you by. It's brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, we we've started recording, which means that patrons will soon start to get episodes delivered to them for their patronage, because we've got two different paths this year. We've got uh, Hammond working on the complete, like the completest. If you want to learn about podcasting, this is the version you want. It is full Tom coaching sessions. It is the full. Uh, judging and review session. It is um, highlights from the uh, recording sessions. 
Um, if you like the abridged version, like the really short version that just basically is a little snippets of what they submit and all that stuff, uh, Bobby Frankenberger is going to be working on those because of his editing chops. So those are going to be on the free feed. So it just depends how much you want. If you want more, go to patreon.com, sign up for America's Next Top Podcaster, and uh, look for more stuff on that soon. Nice. Very, very nice. Uh, yes. Let's do a couple of quick stories here. Oscar Meyer, you know, the wiener people. I do know the wiener people. Yeah, well, the wiener people are hiring hot doggers to drive their wiener mobile. God, I would love to do this. <laughs> I bet you don't actually get to drive the wiener mobile, though, because that thing is, uh, you've, you've got to have skills, right? I mean, it's like driving a school bus. You can't just say, I'd like to drive a school bus, and then somebody hands you the school bus. You have to get licensed to drive a school bus. Or like an 18-wheeler or something. It just You can't right. just yeah, get exactly. behind that and I do think it. You, you probably get to sit in the passenger seat maybe a navigator or something but no who knows maybe the, maybe, maybe not the news will tell well here's more. here's what's going or here's what they're doing uh they asked this question in the article have you been looking for something that will stand out on your resume or as they say in the europe uh, in europe the c your cv your cv yeah uh are you the kind of person who wants to work your buns off while meeting hot oh. dog fans from across oh. the country meeting two puns in one sentence uh-huh. what yeah, maybe you just dreamed of driving a weird car. Well, maybe your lucky day because Oscar Mayer is looking to hire a new crew of hot doggers to drive the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. The Chicago-based company is looking for recent college graduates. They don't want no dropouts. Mm-hmm. They got to have some graduates there to take on the one-year paid job crisscrossing the country in the iconic 27-foot-long hot dog-shaped vehicle. Gig will last from June 2021 through June 2022 following a two-week training session. So there's your... There's your oh, answer maybe to that. okay. So you do get trained. Uh, Oscar Mayer hot doggers will represent the company at various events and media appearances, charity functions, and other stuff. Uh, this will be Oscar Mayer's 34th class of hot doggers. Jeez, <laughs> that's all news to me. I've the never 34th heard of that. class. Yeah. Uh, no, I would love. I would. I'll just say it. I would relish this opportunity. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> Pun intended. I can't believe they didn't use that joke. I know. Well, you know, they're just trying to catch up. Once again, we write better articles than the ones we read. And you mustard apply soon because it's uh, it's it's uh, the application deadline is closing. <laughs> Wait, there's got to be one more. Get your buns down here and sign up. There you go. You didn't even catch. I, I did one. And I said uh, they're just trying to catch up, and you missed that one. Totally. Oh, I did miss the catch up. Yeah. See, see, oh, stealthy like so a fart. Many it is like a it's like a fart in church. Well done. <laughs> well concealed. Hmm. Uh, oh, it looks like it's official. We have a new president now. Yep, he's it's official. Wait, what about the plan? Where am I? What, who are you people doing in my front yard? Where, what about the Q? What happened to the Q plan? I thought there was a plan. Uh, are we moving the goalposts again? Gosh dang it. <laughs> well, the problem was that it was that uh, camping guy that predicted that there was something that was going to happen today. And... Uh, yeah, he's just, we're just gonna have to get somebody else to predict. What about that my pillow guy? Do you got anything to say? <laughs> my pillow is filled with human hair. <laughs> Earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, all right, final story because that's all the time we have. Um, <laughs> we got a dog owner. Speaking of dogs, I got dog problems today. So here's a dog owner. Spent three hundred bucks to treat his dog's limping. Dog was had a limp. So mm-hmm. he took it in, cost 300 bucks to fix. He later found out there was nothing wrong with the dog. It was simply imitating him out of sympathy. 
<laughs> Come on. That's what this, this claims. Feels like, this feels like baloney. So here's what it says. Dogs and humans have a special connection, says this article. After uh-huh. all, they are called man's best friend. <laughs> Many dogs have specialized training to help the ill and injured, and even non-trained dogs seem to sense whenever their owners are unhappy. Well, that's a broad statement. Yeah. However, one particular dog's sympathy uh, for his owner resulted in a big financial hiccup for his dad. A man uh, yeah. spent upwards of three hundred. Big financial hiccup. It's three hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, he was. He got the dog checked. They were checking on his dog. As it turns out, the dog wasn't injured, but was pretending to limp in sympathy for his owner, who had a fractured leg. Many animals are known to mimic human behavior. Parrots uh, repeat our speech. Monkeys are trained. To repeat actions, this sounds like a lot of tide comes in, tide comes in, goes out. How do you explain that? <laughs> yes, it does. To me. How many words do you need my essay to be? Okay, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. X-rays and rounds of examination by doctors, they determined that there was no physical injury to be found anywhere on the dog. Uh, so their only explanation at this point is 300 bucks later, or 300 pounds in this case. Uh, there was nothing wrong with the dog. He just felt bad for the for the owner, according to Sky News Australia. So that's Australian dollars, right? <laughs> right, yes. What do they use? It's just Australian, Australian dollars? Australian dollars, yeah. It's called Australian dollars. Okay. They it's should, uh, dollar sign AUS. They should call them Oz Bucks. Or, uh, <laughs> Aussie. Aussie. <Yeah>. Buxies. <laughs> Buxies. <laughs> Buxies. <laughs> it'll what? cost you about 11 Buxies. So, oh, uh, you want the meat pie too? That's going to add another two Buxies. This reminds me. I have a relative, not one of my relatives, but someone related to my wife. I will not use names, but they live in Mississippi, and they currently believe there's that no, there are no other currencies in the world but the, but the U.S. dollar. And why they hold to that, I, I don't know. But if you said to them, hey, uh, did you know that in Europe they use euros for the European Union? They'd say they wouldn't believe you. If you said it's pounds in the UK, they wouldn't believe you. If you said it was mm-hmm. dong in uh, Vietnam, they wouldn't believe you. Mm-hmm. Like They just don't believe people. And I don't, I cannot wrap my head around why that's a sticking point for them. Yeah, no kidding. That's really weird. To deny other people internationally have their own currencies is a really weird hill to fight on that's a weird thing yeah to do. that's really crazy kind of crazy i do like that uh blit the blitzy bub or bilzy bub 13 says it's dollary dues dollary <laughs> I mean, that's dues. the best that's the best currency uh australian currency description i think we can find yeah you canadians with your toonies and your loonies and your holes in your money and your your weird plastic dollar things mm-hmm. it's awesome keep it up up there by the way oh look at that sorry they yeah. just showed all those flags that's pretty impressive oh did they i missed i missed it uh... so i forgot they did that they put out a flag for all the people that would have been there given not the covid time stuff yeah and it's just a huge that giant field right the mall the national mall stuff and uh that's just a trip to see nothing but flags there it's crazy so um I'm trying to. So Jim Carrey said he's not doing uh, performing Joe Biden anymore. No, they got to get. Someone I, else. You know who I really liked was um, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson. I thought he made a hilarious Joe Biden. Oh, like, I never saw really that. Really played up the uh, really played up the teeth. But uh, yeah, and I thought it was Kyle Mooney that was taking over. I could have sworn that Kyle Mooney played him in one in one thing since the um, uh, in one thing since Kerry left, but no, it is Alex Moffat is going to be their new Joe Biden. All right. Well, I'm, I'm down. Alex Moffat who usually plays Eric Trump. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. 
Must also be good with his teeth, then. <laughs> He's also good with his teeth, yeah. Where are those guys today? What are they doing? They snort, Who's that? Snorting cocaine off each other. The, the, the two Trump boys. What do you think they're up to? <laughs> they were... They were um, the Trump sons were about half of the people who showed up for Trump's farewell address at the... Uh, <laughs> they were half the people. <laughs> half the audience at Trump's farewell address at the uh, Air Force <laughs> Base. Uh, <laughs> uh, I could say some things, but I won't. Before he heads down to the independent country of Mar-a-Lago. Yep. <clears throat> the beautiful new banana republic known as <laughs> uh that's gonna do it for our news today let's uh take yeah. a break when we come back from the news we're going oh, to so meet much. with uh, tom Merritt, and he's going to talk about tech and other things here on this day of celebration uh when that ca- when that happens you'll know it but before that we got to play this song brian you brought one i did scott mm. blanket man what's his power oh uh just always he's always remembered to bring one that's well, don't forget to bring a blanket uh well we'll say that sure uh blanket man is also a band um i'm just trying to see where they're from i thought i had that in here and i don't Coles. Uh, manchester oh not Coles. manchester um this is a four-piece adam hooper adam hopper i'm sorry jeremy Toraldo, godoy ellie rose elliott and daniel hand um our make up the band blanket man they've got a brand new ep coming out called national trust which comes out march 19th but i want you to hear something sooner because i like you here's something sooner from uh, blanket man's national trust ep it's called leave the south you think they ever say uh what's your what's your hit single this or what's the first single they're going to play on the radio and one of the bandmates says talk to the hand i have no idea talk to the hand because the other guy <laughs> talk to the hand. Hand. you think that ever happens <laughs> Had to have happened once. Come on now. I asked, that would seem like something an Oasis brother would do. Oh, Talk yeah. to the hand. Talk Don't to the hand. Tell you. Duh. Duh. All right. Here's that song. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. I 
Hey, you guys. Oh, these New Year's resolutions, they're killing me. When it comes to eating better and consuming less sugar, I mean, let's be honest. Most healthy snacks don't taste very good. They don't fill you up, and they certainly don't satisfy your cravings. I'm raising my hand pretty hard right now, because this is me. Anyway, this episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, M-U-N-K Pack. And they make snacks that taste like your favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of the sugar or less. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars, for example, contain just one gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. There's a thing to get you off in the morning, right? Get out there, get you going. Well, they're really great for anyone who's trying to follow that keto lifestyle, but also the perfect snack for anyone who's trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing the taste. I'm trying to eat better, and these are helping me. So they're really, really great. Also, uh, the Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars have a soft and chewy texture that come in delicious flavors like coconut, cocoa chip, maple, pecan, and peanut butter. You know I like the peanut butter. Mmm. Anyway, they're great for a quick breakfast, snack between Zoom calls, or late night treat, whatever you need. And by the way, in addition to being keto-friendly, the bars are also gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no soys, trans fats, or sugar alcohols, or artificial colors, which is great. Those sugar alcohols will get you, man. Trust me on this one. And they taste incredible. You know it. I know it. And you can't beat the low-sugar nutrition or taste they provide. And by shopping online, you can avoid another trip to the grocery store by getting Monk Pack delivered straight to your door. So try it for yourself and you'll see. We have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting Monk Pack. Again, that's with a U. MonkPack.com. And uh, enter the code TMS at checkout. It's that simple. They're so confident in the product. They back it with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. So to get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product and enter that code TMS at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. We thank them for supporting us here on the show. She wanted to know all about sailing, everything, until he lowered the boom on himself. She took one look and knew it was time to shove off. Poor guy. Dry, lifeless hair can take the fun out of your life. But you can put it back with Brill Cream, the sensational hairdressing. I don't like bees. (laughs) The Morning Stream with Scott and Brian and a caveman. And we're back. We're not implying that Tom Merritt's a caveman by any stretch. No. Gosh, no. No. We wouldn't do that. Why would we do that? We're not that kind of person. People. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pair. No. No. Couple. Co-host. Group. Whatever we call ourselves. Hey, uh, let's play this right here before he comes in here. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man who's taking time out of his morning, as he does every Wednesday, to talk about the technology stories of the day is Tom Merritt from the Daily Tech News Show. If you haven't heard of it, you should, because go listen. It's amazing. Tom, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me back, Scott and Brian. Well, we're, It's good to have you back. The pleasure is ours, as my dad would say. Um, it's uh, it's good to have you here. And, uh, you know, it's you're, it's right in the middle of this inauguration business. Uh, oh, is that is that right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, technically, 
Technically, between I, uh, I hadn't heard every single person on Twitter expressing their opinion on it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's been uh, it's been quite the. Uh, uh, yeah, it took over Twitter. So was there an election then? There was, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what that's what has to happen. Yeah, there was a free and fair one actually. Oh wait, I think and, someone uh, no, wait, who, Who's the outgoing president? Was did we have a different? Well, I, yeah, I, we had a different. So it changes then. Yeah, it changes. <laughs> Is that what? Okay. Yeah, it changes. So let's uh, let's. Keep I just on. look at tech news. Nothing else. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, uh, then you probably found something today that you're going to talk about later on the Daily Tech News Show. What's what is happening in tech? Uh, yeah, we got some interesting stuff. Netflix is uh, announced they're going to do a shuffle button oh. for you. Oh. If you just don't know, I uh, they joked about calling it the "I'm feeling lucky" uh, button, uh, but <laughs> it, it will be based on your preferences. So it will pull from stuff it either thinks you might like or is on your list and you haven't watched yet. Uh, but if you you get to that that point of paralysis where you're like I don't know what to watch, you can press you can press that button. Uh, they're still I think trying to determine what they want to call it. They're they're testing a few different um, ways, but you can press that and it'll just start playing something for you. Uh, if you immediately don't like what they choose, you can press it again and it'll pick something else. Yeah. So this rem- this is this I don't I shouldn't say it's in response to, but I did notice that there's a lot of this sort of stuff happening on other services. In particular, Peacock has channels which it's not quite the same as this it's not like hey no no that's more like pluto or zumo where it has a grid right uh where you can watch you know great shows from uh, i don't know places like rotten tomatoes Mm -hmm. uh where they have an excellent video department uh that that chooses amazing stuff (laughs) yeah no bias well one of the one of the channels though is kind of like a like it's all office, but it's going to randomly choose scenes from the office. And yeah, right. And, and clips. Like uh, they have so an SNL one like that too. Yeah. Similar, but yeah. Right. Yeah. If anyone doesn't get the joke, my wife runs the video. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing a great job, by the way. Really good she stuff. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but but I like the, the the one thing missing from the streaming ecosphere. I think has been this 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 old idea of just flip on the TV and whatever's on is on, and you're just sort of watching it and you're cooking and you're you know like that old. Mm-hmm old idea of what TV yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, everybody's still complaining about that, but nobody's really fixed it. Yeah. Other than, other than like you say, like the Peacock Grid or, or Zumo or Pluto. Uh, and, and those are taken off. At least Pluto and Zumo are, are, are taken off. They've got millions of, of viewers. But this, this is a little bit like halfway. Like, I don't want you to just put something on. You know, I don't want to turn on Netflix and it's playing something. I want to press. I want to choose that. I want to choose that experience, and then you can just start playing something. For right, me. and that's cool. Um, although, what if it chooses? I mean, obviously, it's gonna um, it's gonna mess me up because I never did do a separate film sack uh, login for my oh. Netflix. <laughs> uh-huh. So my my Netflix uh, viewing activity is kind of a mess because I'm on the mm-hmm. one hand I'm sure. for, for just for me I'm watching. Something do you do really thumbs like. up and thumbs down though? Um, sometimes, but rarely. Okay, so, so that'll help a little bit, but yeah. you know they won't have a ton of data to go on there either, huh? Yeah. So I guess what they're going to do is say, "All right, over here we got Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and over here <laughs> we got the Queen's Gambit. We have the Crown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know where to put this person in right. our, little, in our algorithm. Uh, so. It will actually tell you why it's picking the thing too. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, uh, the one of the reviews I read said that it started playing the Crown and said because you like Queen's Gambit." 
we're playing the crown. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to play this because you liked Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah, I you even it. paused at some points and rewatched little sections. Yeah, <laughs> because you liked Killer Clowns from Better. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Well, that's the worry, right? Is that I'll get nothing but Nicolas Cage uh, B movies and 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 whatever. But I am actually really interested to see how this goes. Um, it's rare though that I want to sit down and and see a thing in a long form like let's say it's a movie a two-hour experience yeah or right a series um this feels more akin to like give me random meme videos well basically it sounds like tiktok because it's yeah. short form you're just sort of flipping through and finding stuff I mean, that, that, random. that that is my question my, my first question when this first was uh booted about a few months ago was is it going to be based on my viewing habits because if it's not that's a failure right uh the second question now that we're like, oh, okay, it's based on your viewing habits is, am I going to want to do that? How many or how many people are going to want to do that? How many people settle in and say, all right, play me uh, either half hour to two hours and a half of something yeah, right now. Right. right and yeah. you can, you can, like I said, you can choose like, oh no, that's too long. Give me something else. But even at a half hour to an hour, how many times are you sitting down just to be like, you know what? I'm going to choose to press a button, right? Yeah. I'm not just turning it on to see what's on. I'm choosing to press a button and I'm going to settle in and watch it for a while. Right. right. I mean, that that seems more like behavior for uh, background viewing. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah, I right. agree. So, yeah, I don't you know. You know what they should do, do if you're if you're late on paying your Netflix bill? When you do that, it should just show you the last few minutes of every movie or TV, like the 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 finale. Like, so it's a Ned Stark shunk. Oh, oh, what was it? It's like, a wait, wait I, I just want to go back and, and revisit this idea of being late paying your Netflix bill, yeah. as if you don't have auto pay. On. <laughs> well, let's say you change you, credit. You write cards. a check to Netflix every month. Right. And the bill I comes do, in the mail, yes. yeah. and then okay. I fill out the memo and say for streaming programming. It's like the old days. Yeah, that's right. But like, yeah, like uh, this is an interesting um, rabbit to chase because nobody's quite got that figured out yet. And Mm -hmm. then you could argue that things like on this far short end, uh, TikTok and things like it, Instagram and that sort of thing. But then over here, YouTube does something similar just by being YouTube. Like whatever you're watching, you're always getting a thing that pops up and says, well, you watched a lot of video game uh, things last week. You're probably going to like these video game things that we've just now laid out here at the bottom. And that is kind of like random viewing. So I don't know. I don't and know how it's going to And I can out. attest, Scott, to your question about what is Netflix going to show me. Uh, I, I use YouTube so sporadically and for such varied reasons. And I'm often logged into a different account when I do it. So not everything I watch gets gets captured. Uh, that it, my, my algorithm suggests just random stuff that I'm like, I'm not interested in any of that. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see when's this going. When's this happening? Is it live now or rolling? Uh, this is happening this year. They announced it in their um, in their earnings call. They're testing it. So I think Captain Kipper uh, in the chat room said that he has it uh, already. So some folks are getting it as a part of the test. Uh, and Captain Kipper said that his said uh, play something for me. Uh, they're testing a few other types of language. So I, I don't think they announced a date when that's going to come. Right. Well, um, I'm. I will use it when it happens, and then I will probably never use it again. But we'll see. <laughs> right. Use it to try it out. Although, you know, um, maybe uh, if there's a way to combine Watch Party with uh, with Play Me Something, mm. then we do that for an ep- a surprise episode of Film Sack, where we just say, all right, oh, live, live Film Sack. 
play something for us. That's, we'll that's just... where it would have been cool to have the algorithm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have, have an account have film for film stack. Account. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Right. No, exactly. I really should have done it. We're 10 years in, and I'm just like, I, I wonder can't if you could it. fake it. Like, could you create a film stack account, go in, and just like <laughs> pick, rate pick all the movies? movies oh, you know, yeah. Like, uh, right. Yeah. Just go. Yeah, you don't have to go. watch them. Just like, yeah. Uh, don't they? Thumbs up all the stuff that you've done on film stack. It'll only take you like six days. They account for that, though, right? They account for whether you watch it or not. I would assume in that. Well, you could, you could, yeah, they probably do. But you could start it, start it, fast forward, and finish it. At least yeah. that'll give you <laughs> skip around. I don't know. Here's Wicker Just Man. Leave it zip, playing zip. with the volume down. Yeah, why know. not? All right, I, I kind of now I kind of want to see how this pans out. Yeah. Uh, more, That's something for your intern to do. Yeah, there you go. This our <laughs> TMS intern. Actually, we have a couple <laughs> people that might be willing to do it. Uh, all right, this is all well and good. Uh, later today on the Daily Tech News Show, we'll talk about that and other tech stories as they arise. So please be here for that. Tom, anything else going on you want to mention? Um, oh, yeah. In case anyone was worried about Jack Ma, he showed up. Oh. Uh, he, he did a, a Zoom. Well, I don't know if it was a Zoom call. He did a video uh, call with some teachers uh, doing some some advice. So Jack Ma, co-founder of Alibaba, had not appeared in, in, in public since uh, he got slapped down by the Chinese government in October. Uh, over antitrust, uh, he 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 finally showed his face again. So if yeah. you were if you were worried about Jack, yeah. he's fine. Okay, good. Well, I was, but now I'm not, and it's yeah. because you have brought the great news to us here today. Uh, Tom- uh, yes, and but as far as I I, I know, I, I should I'm just thinking of others instead of myself. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow everything I do, go to tommerritt.com. Yeah, tommerritt.com is great because it branches out into your writing, into your shows, into all the cool stuff you got going on. It's a great little landing point. Go check it out. Uh, Tom Merritt, Ace Detect on Twitter. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you later. Hey, today. thanks for having me. Bye now. Thanks, Tom. Bye now. Bye. Forgot to mention, I have that class thing I'm doing n- during our normal planning meeting at one. So I gotta. Oh. Uh, I gotta let him know. <laughs> oh I could, no. I could have done it on the air, but that seemed weird. So I'll do it later. Yeah. Anyway, hey, um, pfft, what now? Oh, recommendals. <laughs> so I haven't talked to Nicole at all, but I, I'm hopeful. Oh, I have. Uh, she, I talked to her this morning. And she's good. We made sure that our, our there was no overlap in our, in our recommendals. Fantastic. But I did in a very crafty, secrety way. Oh, this is great. Oh, that's right. I saw you. T- I was on that text. What am I thinking? Mm-hmm. You were. You told uh, me hey, let's bring her in then and do this thing <laughs> we do with her with this. Everybody, it's Nicole Spag joining us as she does every Wednesday to do recommendals. Hi, Nicole. Maybe I'll turn this light off. I'm a, I'm a little uh, weepy eyed today. Oh, why are you? Oh, because uh, you know we got a busy I watched, day. I was watching the oh, inauguration. Yeah. I was watching uh, Kamala Harris be uh, sworn in, and uh, you That's know, a big deal. Whether, you know what? It's easy to get that. It's it's, it's easy to lose that thread, right? Yeah. Like it's this year. Uh, it's easy to say, like everybody wants to get all partisan and be in their cr- their crowd and their mm-hmm. club or whatever and no matter how you feel one direction or another it's hard it's, it's it's important to stop for a second and go okay regardless of party or anything there is a historic thing happening today it really is i had i made ava stop playing mario and i'm like Ava, watch this yeah and <laughs> and uh, and then <laughs> ava was weepy eyed as well no so she was like <laughs> She's like, mommy, why are you drippy? I'm like, I'm happy, but you're drippy. And she's five, so she doesn't understand. So, I mean, for me, growing up. Let me explain a glass ceiling. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. (laughs)
Yeah, it's a big deal, uh, yeah. right? Like we, it's easy for Brian and I yeah. to go, oh, another president, another thing. But this yeah. is like a significant thing for women in a way that it's I, huge. I mean, yeah. when I was, it was in the eighties when Geraldine Farrar was the first woman VP, and I, I remember that vividly. Like, except for her last name, which was Ferraro, but you were close. You Ferraro, almost had it. You know what I mean? It's been, <laughs> yeah, it hey, bad. it's been thirty years. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. most of it. Yeah, you got most um, of it. You're good. But it was it was really it was something that stuck to me when I was a kid and I was like, wow, a, a female vice president. That could that ha- can that happen? And then it didn't happen. I mean, it didn't happen. It was- <laughs> yeah, but it so, was that was historic in that it got close, you know. I honestly had had Palin made mm-hmm. it, I would have been mm-hmm. drippy then too. It, it's you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a big deal. It's a big thing. Yeah. And yeah, we it should, is. we, it yes, should be celebrated sure. as such. I think that's, I think it's awesome. Um, all yeah. right. Well, let's do recommendals. Hey, Brian, we always start with you yes. with these clips here. Do you have a, a setup for these here? Yes. Uh, my first one is a film, actually both the minor films this time around. Ooh. And, uh, this is a new film. All right, here we go. You was wrestling. Wrestling? No, I can't say it's part of my daily view. I figure not. Well, my favorite wrestler is Gorgeous George. He's a good-looking fellow, I take it. In the European way, show sure, up. Head full of blonde hair, teased up into a nice dude. And Ooh, the crowds must love him. No. Nah. He preens and he prances around like a peacock, talking all kind of smack. They boo him, they scream at him, and the more they scream, the more he eggs them all on. Oh, so so he he's the villain? Well... Sort of. Wrestling is complicated. And why would you model yourself after a person everyone hates, Cash? Because everyone in that arena pays $100 to see George lose. <laughs> the way I figured, win or lose the fight, George has already won the war. Well, maybe you fellas just like going around with targets on your backs. Oh, we learn from the best, brother minister. No idea. What is this? That is a film called One Night in Miami. And it just uh, landed on Amazon Prime. And it tells the story of a real uh, get-together on February 25th, 1964, where Malcolm X, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, uh, oh, wow. Jim, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke all got together for an evening in a, uh, in a Miami hotel before uh, uh, Ali's fight with Sonny Liston. And um, unfortunately, no one knows what they discussed. So this is kind of like a, a supposition, <laughs> a fantasy thing, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The four of them did spend an evening together talking, but we don't know what they talk about. But but director uh, and, and actress, she's not in this, but Regina King directed this and she's great. Oh, that's awesome. Um, described what she thought they might have discussed. And it's really good. It talks a lot about... Um, Cassius Clay moving to Islam or not moving to Islam, but like taking up the Islamic religion, religion uh, based on uh, what's that converting converting is the word I'm looking for. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Malcolm X also some, you know, some arguments between the four. I mean, it's like, it's like the breakfast club. If it took place in a Miami hotel with (laughs) Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown and Sam Cooke. Um, But you also get Lance Reddick in there. You get uh, Bo Bridges. Um, it's a, it's a really, really well. Oh, Bo Bridges casted. is still around. Oh yeah. Bo man. Bridges is still around. I love Bo Bridges. He's cool. And, uh, um, it's really, really good. Talks about what a great musician Sam Cooke was. And, um, uh, 
uh, yeah, just just such a great. It's a really, really great, a great show. Really well acted, well presented, and um, and fascinating. Even if it's even if it's based on um, conjecture. I'm I'm fine with that. That's the dude. Yeah, I'm okay Uh, with that. Conjecture. Who's the actor? Go ahead. Who? yeah. Who's the? Oh, sorry, sorry. I was like, who's the actor? That's the dude in a. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Jeff that's Bridges. Jeff Bridges. So okay, so Bo and Jeff are brothers. Yes, they are. Right. Okay. And their dad, and their dad is Lloyd Bridges, who was <laughs> Bridges, uh, yeah. uh, Mandelbaum in Seinfeld. Mandelbaum. <laughs> Mandelbaum. And their mom is London Bridges. There you go. <laughs> She's always falling down though. That was a problem. <laughs> Every time you come around. <laughs> Nicole had a very different interpretation. Um, Yes, exactly. Yes. (laughs) Let's play the second clip, Brian. Also a film. uh, Also a film. And um, this one, this is one that we saw previews for back when we were in in, able to go to theaters. Um, Obviously never saw in theaters, but it is. and, And for a while it was only rentable online, but now it's streaming. So as soon as we saw that it was available, we're like, oh, we want to see this. So. Uh, there you go. All right, here it is. I turned my phone on. What? I know. It was just for a second. Oh, Wait, you listen. broke the I... pack. Okay, yeah, I know. But Jack, listen to me. You lied to me. Well, technically, I just omitted information. That is the same. Okay, Jack, there were these voicemails from my mom. I thought she was just talking about, like, Fox News or whatever, but there... she kept saying that these rats were taking over the city and, like, something about ethanol, and it's just... What? I don't know. Like the trouble with tribbles. But isn't it just like a little weird we see this freaky little creature all of a sudden and then and then the whiskey and the sourdough, that's ethanol stuff, right? What are you saying? I don't know. But we need to turn our phones back on. We have to no. No, Sue. No. Okay, you're right. Yeah, let's get back online. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> so... I don't know the name of the movie, but uh-huh. it's like these little tribbles that are invading the earth. And the the trailer looked really funny. And is it scary? Because it looks funny. It's not scary at all. It's really, okay. really funny. So basically, it follows this. The movie is called Save Yourselves with an exclamation point. Okay. It's uh, streaming on Hulu. Um, there's a millennial couple, couple uh, named Sue and Jack who uh, decide to go offline. To, you know, they're finding that they're just too addicted to their phones. They're sitting there watching TV in the opening, and they're like both on their phones, and they don't hear a word each other's saying. And you know, very, very much like what I don't know goes well, I know. on sometimes in our house. <laughs> yeah, in Tune in my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they decide, you know what? We're going to just go offline. We're going to stop. We're going to for one week. Get off our phones, get off the internet, no laptops, no Google, no Siri, and none of that stuff. And um, they go up to a friend's cabin. Well, as they're doing this, literally moments after they shut all their stuff off, there is an alien invasion. And uh, they're completely unaware of it as they're chopping wood and uh, canoeing on a lake and trying to connect with one another again. Until those triple-looking things start showing up at their cabin and they're trying to figure out what's going on. So uh, uh, it is a really funny um, sci-fi film. And I'll stop there with any sort of spoilers or anything that's going on. Okay. Um, the Sunita Mar- uh, Mani, Sun- I think it's Sunita Mani. You've seen her in Mr. Robot, but she was also in Glow. She was the wrestler that they wanted to look like a terrorist, like a um, 
uh, an uh, Arabic terrorist. Yeah. So they made her up to be that character. John Paul Reynolds, he's familiar, but I don't know what I've seen him in. Oh, I guess he's in Stranger Things and he was in or is in Search Party, but uh, didn't. Oh, Search Party is looking weird. Is it? I've heard. I've I haven't heard. even watched it. I've only watched the trailers. Mm-hmm. But the new season makes me want to watch it. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's something that's something I've heard some recommenda- uh, recommendations for. So, but anyway, it's called Save Yourself. It's on Hulu, and um, uh, <laughs> thank you, Stephanie. Yes, and it's it's really funny. Very kind of tongue in cheek. Probably compare it to um, a less weird version of um the lobster or, or something oh. like that where you've got kind of a suspend disbelief. Kind yeah. Of thing. Okay. Although it's, it's not as wacky. I guess the lobster. What about critters? Really more... Remember critters? Yeah. yeah. Hard for me to compare it to like, that, that 80s. One's, that's like goofy. Yeah. Kind of. was like, Cause it doesn't, uh, hey, this one doesn't seem that goofy. Hey, seems... gremlins are popular. Let's see if we can make a movie. Like <laughs> yeah. That's basically what that was. Right. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, this is, this is funny and it deals just as much with them going offline and being millennials that don't know how to do a whole lot of things. Uh, <laughs> as it does any sort of sci-fi monster movie. All right then. Go check it out. Hulu now. Yes. Hulu now. No, there's no there's Hulu. no service called Hulu now. Just watch it. No, there will be. Give it a year. There'll be a Hulu now. Who knows what it'll offer. All right. Here's my clip. This is for a series, a short mini series that's on Netflix, and that's all I'll say. It'll be clear that this is a documentary, so I guess that's a dead giveaway, but here you go. In the 1980s, we were proud of the city. L.A. was glamorous. But if you went around to the other side... L.A. could be a very dark place. I was on the freeway, and here comes somebody speeding, and all of a sudden he just swerves around my car. It's like he's right there, like a moment stop. And he has this horrible big grin, and he's missing all these teeth. He just stared at me like a killer clown. We got us a serial killer. All right. Wow. Any idea? God, it feels like it feels like Mindhunter in the eighties. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it's a documentary, so it's a real. You know, it's a yeah. do, it's a documentary, right? I guess. right. Um, but it's for so in the nineteen eighties there was a there was a serial killer run rampant in nineteen eighty five through well I think it just the the entire year encapsulated most of the killings but it was this this person they dubbed the Night Stalker. Oh, and, um, Night Stalker. Okay. So cool. the show, so the series is called Night Stalker. It's a true crime documentary, and it is mostly interviews with the detectives who are in charge of finding this guy, tracking him down, and stopping him. One of which was the Hillside Strangler uh, detective who kind of solved that crime, and uh, ended up working with this other dude. And 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 anyway, it's a lot of other people involved as well. But it focuses a lot on them and their case, and they interview these guys all these years later. Uh, I really liked the cops uh, for whatever reason. They just left a real impression on me. But anyway, it's one of these things. If you like true crime documentary, this is one of those, and you're going to like it. If you don't like this stuff and find it super depressing, I find it fascinating, so Mm -hmm. that's why I watch them. Um, But if you find that stuff really depressing, then you probably want to not watch it. But that dude (laughs) was a psycho, man. Ramirez was a true blue freaking freak freak show. Like... I don't know what else to say about that guy except what a what a weirdo, and um, the 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 crimes he committed were horrendous, 
and frequent and made no sense. Mm. They really screwed with the cops as far as, you know, patterns and, and trying to stop him from his next killing. And it's just real bad stuff. And I did remember guys, as a kid hearing about it, but I didn't know much about it growing up. Did um, you happen to watch um, American Horror Story Hotel? No, I did not see Hotel that. Hotel we did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't they feature so Ramirez? Did they? I thought it sounds familiar. When yeah. Uh, he can't. He was at the dinner, right? Or was like he a, in a, um, the whole Halloween uh, episode where all of like the notorious serial serial killers come? Was to he the, the summer hotel. camp one? No, was it Ramirez sure. the summer camp uh, night stalker like killer at? Uh, hmm. I don't remember. It's been it's, yeah. It's been too long since yeah, I've seen you know yeah, hotel. It's but, been a uh, while. Oh, oh. Yeah. I want to say they they featured him as one of the ASVPMV Sun. Because I know uh, he's in 1984. He's in American Horror Story, mm-hmm. which is oh, the summer camp. One. That makes sense because that's that would be that time would be his specific. Because yeah. he was he was all uh, you know admiring earlier serial killers and wanted to be as popular as them, which was exactly notorious. true. This guy but, was like he he admired like worshipped the Hillside Strangler and and like you know a lot of the yeah. stuff he pulled off was was modeled after that guy he was a that's crazy real he certainly could have been in both nicole <laughs> yeah yeah possibly and that yeah. would have been appropriate if it was a dinner yeah. of serial killers that they would have yeah been. it's the one night that the dead can that haven't died in the hotel can come oh, yeah. back to the hotel oh. okay that i remember but i don't remember who was there but yes uh, totally the woman that. uh from monster what was her name i don't remember her name uh, uh, uh warnos eileen yeah. warnos Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think Bundy was there. I, yeah. There was a, like a whole bunch mm-hmm. of them. It was a Jack weird that dinner a, party weird, of serial killers. That's a weird concept. Uh, but it, wasn't there a Jake Gyllenhaal movie that was called Night Nightcrawler? Stalker? Nightcrawler. That's oh. different. Yeah. yeah. That was different a movie. Yeah. yeah. He was just a he was just a bad paparazzi. He dude. was just a dick. <laughs> He's just a huge. Dick. Not really. Not really paparazzi, but like uh, like a, a dick. He's just a dick. Yeah. He was a dick. Yes. Yeah. That's all that was. That should that movie should have called it Dick. That's what they should have mm-hmm. done. Anyway, <laughs> it's a good movie actually. But anyway, so the point is, it's a documentary. It's a grisly. It goes into a lot of detail. My only mm. complaint is it decides to get a little flashy at points and really hammer home that it's the '80s. So every time they roll the logo, it looks like I'm about to watch some MTV video from mm. 1985. Sure. Uh, but the actual interviews, the the process which everything goes through is really interesting. They also have this really weird technique where they'll have crime scene photos, actual crime scene photos, which they'll show. But then mm-hmm. they've recreated in like photorealistic 3D these photos and they're flying around them in, in, in 3D space. Uh, it's weird. It's so weird because you'll see like these really famous photos of of the horrible crime scene. And then now it's all in 3d. And I don't mean like they recreated mm-hmm. an actual photo shoot of the room. Like it mm-hmm. looks like advanced unreal engine five looking. Uh, it's hard to explain. It looks really cool though. Anyway, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. If it's your jam, you're going to like it. If you don't like these things, stay away. But, uh, true crime seems to be a thing that Netflix. Love that. I love that like. sort of stuff. So I definitely want to check that yeah, out. It's, it's really yeah. good. Um, and the cop, the one, the main cop, I can't give his name. Now I really loved him. He was just a seemed like somebody I would happily walk into any dark alleyway with and feel totally comfortable. <laughs> like I think he's just gonna <laughs> gonna protect me no matter what happens. He was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Nightcrawler available on Netflix. 
Uh, Nicole. Night stalker, you mean? Night- <laughs> now I got nightcrawler. My sorry, I'm night- sorry. Nightcrawler also <laughs> might be, but uh, let's say let's say that. Sorry. Yeah. night stalker. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nicole, what did you bring with you? Well, well before I bring it, I, I'm curious. Have you watched that documentary, Crazy Not Insane, yet on HBO? Remind me. That's which one is that? It's um, it is the psychiatrist Dorothy Lewis. She's interviewed a ton of serial killers and she, this is like her first, like in public, she interviewed Bundy last Mm. and talks about why they are the way they are. Oh, this is an Alex Gibney joint. I love his documentaries. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I recommended it like a month or so ago. That guy made uh, the Enron movie and, um, that going clear Scientology thing. He's good. Mm-hmm. Gibney's Brad. All right. So it's basically a look at serial killers and the death penalty. And are they crazy? What, what has happened to them? And like, how does, how do, why do people kill is basically huh. the, the premise of the documentary. I think you of all people would like to oh, watch I would this love this. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, this is yeah. my jam. I don't remember you recommending this. I will absolutely put mm-hmm. this on my list. Like right now. Go watch it. There you go. That might be the next. There's a lot of, uh, she has a lot of Bundy interviews and she was the last person to talk to him before he was executed. Oh, really? Okay. We have Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, there's a big fat Utah connection with Bundy. Like a bunch of his crimes were committed here. He, he hid, he hid at one point or no, had a failed kidnapping behind my favorite record store that I used to go to. Oh God. God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was a, he was a nutbag. Colorado too. Well, hey, a bunch of time. I Colorado anyway. connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Not a great one I either. Have, <laughs> <laughs> I have something fun to share. Oh, <laughs> Nothing right. dark. Something that made me laugh multiple times. And uh, here's the clip. I'm so glad I was able to find this clip because this was the clip I wanted. Oh, cool. Right. So here you go. All right. Don't look, Ryan. I'm not looking. Hit and play. Uh, it's playing. I think. I think you might enjoy it's Ruth Bader Ganja. <laughs> you guys are uh, fans of Supreme Court justices? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you might have heard of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's now Ruth, Ruth Bader Ganja. We were playing around with John Stevens for a while, but we couldn't really think of anything for that. Right. For you, I think it's very good because it will get you supremely, supremely. high. <laughs> but at the same time, you'll still be able to mediate family disputes or decide on what you might be cooking. It's also a really fun weed when you need to concentrate. You can build a castle out of Legos. <laughs> what is this? It's very quiet. The YouTube video is like it's super funnier. Uh, so this, uh, what? I know yeah, I know what this is. Okay, so he goes on to talk about playing with uh, calico critters and Shopkins. So uh, you heard, did you recognize any of the voices? No. no. Uh-uh. Um, so they're little cameos, but it's, uh, oh, Ant-Man. Why am I blanking oh, on his Rudd? name? I was Paul Rudd. Okay. I, was, I, I, yeah. I should have said that because I was thinking it was Paul Rudd. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, so it's Paul Rudd, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but you would recognize him. Uh, David Wayne. David Wayne? Right? David Wayne. that is. <laughs> anyway, you would recognize him. Look, if you don't recognize him, are you watching the clip? I'm looking at it now. I can see Paul Rudd, but the other guy, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so this is a movie on Netflix called Fun Mom Dinner. <laughs> Fun Mom okay, Dinner? Okay, I like the title. All right. Fun it's Mom just, Dinner. You know, that I sounds like for, a placeholder title. It is. It's like, 
you know, you go out for a fun mom dinner. So I will say this movie is directed to me. Mm. <laughs> Maybe dads. I mean, it's, mm. but it, it's funny to me because <laughs> the four moms that are out, it's mm-hmm. Tony Collette, uh, Molly Shannon. Oh, I love Tony uh, Collette. That's great. Bridget Everett, which I had never heard of her before until I watched her on the comedians getting coffee in cars or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she has an air episode with Jerry Seinfeld. That's how I remembered her. Oh yeah. She and, was in that um, wine country. No, she wasn't. Wasn't she? No, no. Okay. No, <laughs> I don't think so. No, All right. no, no. Yeah, I know who I'm thinking of. I thought she I'm looking in, at it as like, uh, what have I seen her in? But she was hilarious on that Comedians in Cars episode. And they talk about like there's a few between Seinfeld and uh, Bobcat Golf. Golf, Golf <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. yeah, and but they always blank. They bleeped out his name, so I Googled it, and I'm like, oh, they're talking about Bobcat. So that's what that. I remember. Really a, there very, was a feud between those two. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Watch that episode. Huh. All right. Huh. Um, but she's very loud and very funny, and I she was great in this. So, so she's the mom that volunteers. She's running. Their their kids are all in preschool, um, and the four of them get together. But Tony Collette has like four kids, so she's like over the whole mom thing. <laughs> so she's all bitter. Yeah. But her other friend brings her out and comedy ensues and there's just some really like the clip I gave you, they went to, uh, to the dispensary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Adam Levine is in here. Oh, funny. Wait, Adam. Uh, Levine. He's the singer guy from Maroon five. Maroon yeah. five, Right. All the tattoos. Yeah. He's the sexy man. Yeah. People like him. Yeah. Adam. I, I prefer Adam Scott, but he's in it too. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, have I as many tattoos <laughs> and it doesn't take a shirt off during the Super Bowl. But other than that, yeah. I it's like kind of like, have you seen the, what's the bad mom movie? That's what I, that would have been my guess. Bad moms. Yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like the popular, I actually think this is a funnier, more, a little bit more raw <laughs> view of moms. Well, it's, it's right uh, there in the title. Fun mom dinner. Fun mom dinner. Yeah, Fun, fun mom, mom dinner. dinner. Wait, is this an Netflix a, original or is this a, just a thing that came I, there? I don't know. It's on Netflix. Mm. It, it came out in 2017. I missed it completely. Oh, yeah. First yeah there he is. Uh, um, like there's a really funny episode. scene where they jump into a, a a lake or maybe it's like a bay and they're trying they're they're trying to swim after a boat. <laughs> and the uh, Bridget Everett's character says to Tony Collette's character, "Oh my god, you're awesome. You really need to think about co-chairing the silent auction with me in the spring." <laughs> and it made me laugh because I'm on the PTA and I'm always looking for people to help me <laughs> do stuff. Oh, don't laugh. This is, this oh has been God. miserably reviewed, but I'm, I'm still, it intrigued. is, but I laughed so hard, but so maybe you have to be a specific type of person to appreciate this movie, <laughs> but I appreciate the movie. I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. So I, I, I don't argue, always agree with uh, reviews. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> no. but it's, this one's real low. Um, but I, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it because I believe it with my whole heart that there's not enough Molly Shannon things in the world, and so oh, anytime yeah, yeah, she's yeah. in something, I'm, I'm happy to support it. So I'm in. I, and I, I, I recognize it's probably a bad movie, but it, it's hitting me in the right place in, in my life. <laughs> so I identified with a lot of it. And it was pretty funny. There's nothing the, wrong with the that. The poop scene was not a good scene. I did not like that. Oh, 
a poop so, scene. There's a poop eh? scene. Yeah. Well, kids. those movies always have a poop scene. Yeah, whether it's all... Maya Rudolph in the middle of a street or Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does have that. Scene. It's that same vein of you know bridesmaids. Vein. Like, yeah. Vein. <laughs> Mud vein. Mud vein. Mud vein. <laughs> Well, here's the good news, you guys. Nicole b- curates a list of what we just talked about on her Twitter feed later today. Okay? I do. It's awesome. Go to follow her. Is <laughs> She's at Nicole Spag, and then you'll find out what the hell we watched. If you didn't catch all the names, it's an easy way to, to do that. And I'll retweet it on our account as well. Nicole, anything else you'd like to say before we go? Happy, I don't know. Happy uh, Inauguration Day. Happy Inauguration Day. Right. Go give Dougie a big hug for yeah. us. Hug Dougie. <laughs> Hug Dougie. Maybe Dougie will poop if you hug Dougie. <laughs> you squeeze Dougie too tight and he will. Don't let Dougie eat half a pizza. That's right. That's what I would say. Squeeze out his butt vein. Uh, all right. Let's get to the end of things, which uh, involves a food idea from Trey in Tennessee. Ooh. I like ideas about food. He says, hey there, sour and bread and butter. I think you're both bread and butter. I think. Yeah, because it's those are kinds of pickles. Oh, right. Bread and butter pickles and sour pickles. My whole family hates bread and butter pickles, which is fine with me because I love them. Mm, the flat ones you can put on a sandwich. Oh, man, you don't even those know. Those are the best. I love them so much. I'm so glad to hear you say that because a lot of people really don't like those, and I freaking oh, yeah, yeah. love them. And so no one touches them. I get a whole jar in the fridge. That's mine. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Nobody takes uh, them. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. I anyway, like them both. He says pickles are fantastic, especially Kool-Aid pickles. What? Uh, which are All actually right. fairly common, as you guessed correctly. Fairly. Yeah. I didn't guess that. Anyway. I did. We talked about this with um, the fan service we did for the guy who's doing the taste testing videos on YouTube. Mm. Um, and uh, their first episode was about Kool-Aid pickles. And I mentioned oh. that when we did their fan service. Okay. Well, apparently this is a very Southern thing and I'd never heard of this before. I'm going to ask heard of it either. later. Yeah. He says, you make them by mixing Kool-Aid powder with the pickle juice and then let them soak overnight with uh, with cherry being the true standout. So that's the one you want to use for the flavor. Interesting. Flavors. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another great pickle combination or concoction, which cannot be made uh, anymore, is taking a Jolly Rancher, the old flat style ones that they don't make anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. uh, bite, uh, sorry, bite just the tip of the pickle off and jam the candy down the inside and enjoy. Ugh. Ah, I can't. Ugh. Does it so? I would hope that the Jolly Rancher melts in there. Well, you would think it would just, I mean, it would at the very dissolve. least it would eventually yeah, dissolve. Yeah, so right? you just can't do you can't eat it until it's uh, dissolved. Otherwise, you're gonna chip a tooth. And how do you know if it's done? How do you know? <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> right, yes. Well, anyway, last pickle related thing my grandfather, the smart businessman he was, uh, <laughs> is when he ran skating rinks instead of throwing out the pickle juice. He would save it and freeze it in ice cube molds and with a t- toothpick inside in order to make pickle pops. So the guy would make pickle pops and then suck on those later. Mm, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to try that. I might try Kool-Aid pickles. Yeah, I might try that. I'd be willing to. My, my wife is currently on a pickling binge. We got pickled carrots, pickled onions, and pickled... Wow cucumbers all right now at the moment i know cucumbers are basically pickles but she's doing them in slices and then um doing a vinegar thing and it's and they're so good oh my gosh they're good i could eat them on anything you guys like just give me a 
big chunk of it. Yeah, Icor was asking, uh, wait, Jolly Ranchers? What form are in Jolly Ranchers now? I mean, it's the form that you, you've known and love is the little elongated cubes. Yeah. But for a while, we had Jolly Rancher sticks, which were like flat stripes of Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm. And you'd kind of, for whatever reason, I only remember the hot cinnamon flavor oh, of same Jolly here. Ranchers. That's interesting. Is that all they ever did? They must not have. They must have done other flavors because I remember green. I remember green apple had to be in there. I think I saw the green apple one, mm. but um, yeah. yeah, I remember Those the flat, I remember the cinnamon flat for stripes sure. about that big, that long, yeah. and you peel the plastic off and. They don't do those anymore. And if you ever tried to like, you'd forget about it. You'd leave it on the couch. It would stick to the couch. Oh yeah, and they'll remove your teeth to- if you got tooth work, teeth work. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah, totally, completely screwed. Anyway, thanks for the food idea there, Trey from Tennessee. We'll give it a shot. I actually will. I might go to the store and get a pickle, a jar of pickles today. What yeah. the heck? I'm gonna ask my what wife the heck? about it. What the heck? The heck do you mean? What the heck? What the heck do you mean? Okay then. Hey, check this out. Patreon.com slash TMS is a website. If you go there, you'll find out ways you can support this program. Yeah, that's right. TMS literally subsists on the backs of our listeners. And without you and your fine support, we don't exist. We cease to exist. So right. keep us going. Patreon.com slash TMS. For everything else, frogpants.com slash TNS. Brian, uh, TNS? TMS. TNS. Hey, Brian, you should play a song here at the end of the show. <laughs> that's right. Oh, well, we've had such a uh, an inspiring day. Things that are going on right now in our capital. Right now, it's the uh, it's like the end of Saturday Night Live when everybody's on stage hugging and shaking hands with each other. And mm-hmm. oh, we did a great inauguration today. Yep, we sure did a great inauguration. Here's mm-hmm. you know somebody hugging. Uh, uh, looks like Hillary and Lady Gaga talking with each other right now. That's oh, great. Together. All right. Yeah. It would Hilliga- be great. Gaga. <laughs> like right in her face that'd be great you know i got mad at bill once when uh someone poked his face <laughs> i never tried a hillary impersonation before and i may never try one again someone poked his face <laughs> oh sorry all right go ahead that, that might be i need to workshop the joke and the uh the impersonation a little bit more anyway um, but the but the song I'm playing has absolutely nothing to do with all that inspiration going on on the East Coast right now. This one comes in from Andy Isom, and what I love about this is he let me know that there are a bunch of new Holophonics albums out there. I'm so excited. Uh, this one comes from one of the newer ones. It is Love Yourself, originally performed by Justin Bieber, covered by Austin, Texas ska band, The Holophonics. Wow. All right. Here it is then. Come back tomorrow for a Thursday edition of the show. Thank you for listening. We'll see you then. For all the times that you rain in my parade And all the clubs you get in using my name You think you broke my heart, oh girl, for goodness sake You think I'm crying on my own, well I ain't And I didn't want to write a song Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I still care, I don't But you still hit my phone up And baby, I've been moving on And I think you should be something I don't wanna hold back Maybe you should know that But mama don't like you And she likes everyone And I never liked to admit that I was wrong I've been so caught up in my job Didn't see what's going on But now I know I'm better
I'm sleeping on my own Cause if you like the way you look that much Oh baby, you should go and love yourself And if you think that I'm still holding on to something You should go and love yourself And when you told me that you hated my friends The only problem was with you and not them And every time you told me my opinion was wrong And tried to make me forget where I came from And I didn't want to write a song Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I still care, I don't But you still hit my phone up And baby, I've been moving on And I think you should be something I don't want to hold back Baby, you should know that Mama don't like you and she likes everyone And I've never lied to admit that I was wrong And I've been so caught up in my job Didn't see what's going on But now I know I'm better sleeping on my own Cause if you like the way you look that much Oh baby you should go and love yourself Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Barbara, you up? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.